This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Italian Real Estate Podcast. I am Rafael Di Furia, back again here with Marco Permunian and special guest today, Andrea Permunian. Today we wanted to talk a little bit about going to auction, about purchasing property at an auction here in Italy, um, because there is a little bit of a different process when it comes down to it. Uh, there, of course, are similarities when going through the general private market. But before we get into it, maybe Marco, why would a person prefer to go to auction rather than go to a just general real estate agent? The main reason for a person to want to purchase a property through an auction would evidently be the lower price. So you can find very interesting properties uh, that otherwise would cost more money, but because it's an auction, uh, you can have access to actually very beautiful properties in Italy for a much lower um, cost. And as everybody knows, we specialize in helping people um, acquire properties in Italy, but we don't only focus on properties that are like sold through a private sale, but we also help and assist people who want to purchase through auctions and among other things. Um, and, and one of the experts that we have at the firm uh, who specializes in these type of properties is Andrea, our special guest today. So I'll leave it to Andrea to uh, describe the process uh, further since it's his specialty. So Andrea, maybe let's start out with the very basic thing. When you are looking um, for one of these properties, where is it that you begin? Our firm assists clients who are interested in buying a property in Italy. And in particular, we can help if they're interested in buying property through a judiciary auction, more commonly called just auction. The technical term in Italian is judiciary sale. Any Italian search engine, or even any search engine, if you write houses for auction, houses sold at auction, various sites will appear where you can find the properties being currently auctioned in Italy. I think assistance from a professional is important to be able to find the most reliable sites, or even the most up-to-date ones, especially because sites are often not updated, since some are connected to the Ministry of Justice with the courts that update them on a daily basis. Once our client has chosen in which city they would like to find a property, possibly even which property among the ones being auctioned they're interested in, we're also able to assist them with the following phases, so starting with the offer made to the tribunal within a time frame set by a judge. The judge lets specify that a house on the auction list is a house and or property that's under an executive order, as we say. 
che è sottoposto a una procedura esecutiva, si dice quindi vuol dire So it means there is a process before a tribunal where the house has been repossessed then put on an auction list after a foreclosure. And within this process, a judge will decide the dates when whoever is interested in buying this property can make an offer. Chi è interessato ad acquistare questo immobile può fare delle offerte. Per fare l'offerta To make an offer, it's necessary to deposit beforehand enclosed in an envelope an amount of money, usually via a cashier's check, with which the interested person can make a kind of deposit. It's easier if we just use that term. Anyway, this deposit is based on the total sale price that is usually 10% of the auction guide price. Each property is assigned a price, which is the minimum price from where the auction will start. 10% of this amount needs to be deposited by whoever is interested in making an offer within a time frame, usually 10 days before the auction day. On the day of the auction, everyone shows up at a location set by the judge to bid on the property and amongst those making offers. Because more than one person may be interested in buying the property, the bidding war starts and of course the person that offers the highest amount will win the property at the end of the auction. This person is called the successful bidder, so they're not the owner yet. This person is only the successful bidder. In a specified time frame, which is usually within 120 days from the auction, whoever won the property has to pay the balance due. So to pay the amount that was bid on the day of the auction, minus the deposit they have paid. It's a very important time frame, because if the balance is not paid, the property will go back on the auction list. And above all, whoever made the offer will lose their deposit that has been paid towards the balance. After paying the balance, a judge will sign a decree of transfer, namely a decree that will confer the ownership of the property bought at auction to the person who won the bid. Our firm is able to participate in the auction and to handle the whole process following the winning bid through power of attorney so that the client who isn't in Italy at that time can give us the ability to represent them during this legal process. Andre, you are mentioning that it would normally be a 10% deposit when you uh, would be interested in joining uh, or participating in one of these auctions. If a person ends up participating in one of these auctions, but does not end up being the, the, the winner, the, the person who, uh, who receives the, the, the house at the end, how do they actually get their money back? Is this something that happens automatically? Are they given a check? Are they given cash? What is that process to get your money back? Those who participate in the auction, who don't win the property, are entitled on the same day of the auction to receive back the deposit in the same manner it was paid. So if the deposit was paid with a cashier's check, it will be given back on the day of the auction. Oh, okay. Okay. 
so if you if you give a, a cashier's check, then you would receive the cashier's check. Um, but is it also possible to make this deposit through a bank transfer also? Um, okay, the standard way, let's say the one I see in the tribunals, is to mandate that the deposit is paid with a check made payable to the executive procedure. Executive procedure number X of the year 2020 against Tom, Richard and Harry. This is the cashier's check that should be given to the clerk's office. Some of the judges request that a bank transfer is made instead to the bank account of the tribunal. But this is rare to see, because then when the court has to give back the money, it's a lot simpler to give back a check rather than having to do another bank transfer. So the norm is to pay with a cashier's check. And you were mentioning that it can often be 10%. Um, but what would be the absolute maximum that you would see as a normal percentage for the deposit? 30%. No more than that. Non di più. You would never see more than that. Okay. No, no, no. 30% of the bid. Offerto. So let's clarify. The property goes to auction with a price set by a surveyor. A surveyor values the property and says this property is worth a certain amount. This is the base price from which the auction starts. Okay, you can bid an amount that you decide, but it cannot be lower than what was set by the judge. So a house worth 100, you can even offer 90 if the judge has decided that 90 is the minimum amount that can be offered and the deposit is 10% of what you're offering. I haven't seen a higher percentage. And then, so maybe a better question for Marco, when you actually get into this process with your clients, how is it that you assist them specifically through this process? We can help our clients just just navigate the process so if the client is actually in Italy and wants to go through the process we can assist them uh, and, and take care of all the paperwork uh, make sure that uh, all of the rules are respected and we can just assist the client who goes through the process by himself but also a lot of clients they don't want to go to Italy so they want us to take care of the process for them. So in that case, it is possible, as Andrea mentioned before, to participate to the auction based on the power of attorney. So in those cases, we help our clients who are in a foreign country and we take care of all of the, uh, of, of, of the whole process on their behalf. In, in either case, we also assist our clients in getting ready for this type of process. So uh, there are some preliminary steps that needs to be taken care of. For example, um, having a tax code is important. So if the person is uh, doesn't have a tax code yet, we help the person get a tax code. And getting a tax code is possible even if you are not an Italian citizen, even if you don't reside in Italy. Getting a tax code uh, is possible uh, even if you reside abroad you have to go through a process through the Italian consulate. And of course, just to clarify for our, for our audience, having a tax code doesn't necessarily mean that you have to pay Italian taxes. It's just an identification number that is given to you. It is very similar to a social security number, which is given also to, to non-US citizens. So whenever you have to do or be part of a transaction in Italy, you need to have this identification number in order for the Italian government to identify you as a person.
And of course, for our clients who require assistance in Italy, but are not willing to go to Italy to handle the process, we also uh, help them with the power of attorney, which is a document that allows us to act in their name and on their behalf, which is a document that they can execute before a foreign authority. So not necessarily the Italian consulate. Actually, at the Italian consulate, only Italian citizens can execute power of attorneys. So if you're not an Italian citizen, you can't use the services of the Italian consulate. So you have to go to a public notary in your country. But then to have the signature of the the public notary recognized in Italy, you have to legalize the signature um, through an apostille if the country is a signatory of the Hague Convention. So, And also the document needs to be translated into Italian to be fully valid and acceptable in Italy. So not only we help our clients in the actual process, but we take care of also all of the preliminary steps that come before the actual process. Just one last question for today's podcast. When a person decides to go through um, one of these auctions rather than going through a private seller, is there any question of the status of the house or is there anything different about a house that you purchase at an auction rather than through a private sale? Come abbiamo visto, dal punto di vista formale, As we've seen from a formal point of view, the procedure is very different. Buying a house privately requires a negotiation between seller and buyer and then a deed of sale. Whereas buying a house through an auction requires participating in a series of bureaucratic steps that we previously talked about. Fundamentally, the purchase is the same. There aren't any differences. The house that is sold through auction with a decree of transfer from a tribunal has the same characteristics of a house being sold through a private sale. The house is transferred free of previous taxes, obligations and prejudices. The house is bought as new. The only difference we've seen is the process, and mainly that the houses at an auction have a price, at least at the beginning, that is quite lower than the house prices that would normally be on the market. The main difference is that an auction purchase requires a whole series of bureaucratic steps, a whole legal and administrative procedure that's recommended, especially for those who perhaps don't live in Italy and wouldn't know the timelines, the procedures, to be assisted by professionals. Anyway, thank you again so much to the both of you for making yourselves available to answer all these questions. It has been a very enlightening experience to find out about this process of purchasing a home through uh, an auction. So thank you very much. And of course, if you are interested in purchasing property here in Italy, Marco, Andrea and their team are available to assist you through the process. 
You can go to italianrealestatelawyers.com for more information and to get in contact with them. Also, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about life in Italy and what it is like to actually be in Italy once you've purchased your property here, I also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia, just my name. And of course, for more of these podcasts and also for podcasts on the subject of Italian citizenship, be sure to subscribe to this channel. Thank you so much for joining us again, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.